0: I actually, six years ago, almost lost my life because I was on the brink of adrenal failure and did not know it. And so I was told, make changes or die. And so when someone looks at you and says, make changes or die, every meal becomes a
1: final exam. I had to start studying what to eat, what not to eat. Unhealthy habits in life usually begin in small steps. They start when we say, oh, I can stay up late for this event and still wake up early for work tomorrow. I can splurge with my diet this week and work it off later. And sooner or later, we may find that these small choices have begun to build into serious health problems. This week, Gary talks with a Christian nutritional counselor, Laura Harris-Smith, who shares her descent into a deadly medical condition, the way God healed her body and her journey into good health. Before we join them, though, we want you to know about our 2020 Promise Calendar that's now available. If you'd like to receive a free Promise Calendar with daily Bible verses and a monthly devotional, please visit worldchallenge.org. Your support makes a difference. Please consider donating to power the mission and make World Challenge resources like the Promise Calendar and this podcast possible. Now here's our host, Gary Wilkerson.
2: Well, hello, everybody. We're in for a... We're in for a great time today at uh, the Gary Olson podcast here at World Challenge. Uh, we have uh, in our studio with us today, uh, Laura. Thank you for being with us today. Thank you for Laura having me, Harris Smith. Thanks for thanks for being with us today. Thanks. And uh, I, I just got your book and I've been reading it and it's been a real blessing. Uh, I love how you're praying for people <laughs> and speaking faith and uh, helping people spirit, uh, mind, and body, spirit, soul, and body. Mm-hmm. That's one of our favorite passages here as a ministry, First Thessalonians, where it talks about the spirit, soul, and body. Um, so as I was reading your bio, it, there's some things. You're a nutritional counselor. Mm-hmm. Can you just give us a brief <laughs> overview? What is it, a nutritional counselor?
0: Well, I actually, six years ago, almost lost my life because I was on the brink of adrenal failure and did not know it. And so I was told, make changes or die. They said, if you survive, Um, It'll take 18 to 24 months to turn around. I had what was called adrenal burnout.
2: Were you already a nutritional counselor? No, I'm I'm telling you why I became one. Gotcha.
0: Uh, It kind of found me. And I, I basically was in a place of not sleeping and I can, I can sleep. I can lay down and sleep for eight hours, but I wasn't sleeping. I love my life. I have a king size life and I would get like maybe four hours sleep. Both of my parents did this, kind of wore it like a badge, you know? Um, So stage four of adrenal burnout is when all of your organs shut down and I didn't even find out I had it until I was in stage three. And so that's my blood work started coming back wonky and, I discovered John F. Kennedy had it. They said, had he not been assassinated, he would have been dead in a year. Oh, right. All of these things oh, right. I'm finding out. And so when someone looks at you and says, make changes or die, yeah. every meal becomes a final exam. I had to start studying what to eat, what not to eat, what to get rid what, what of. were you
2: feeling like at that time? Were you feeling, um, could you feel the symptoms of, of uh, I, what, weakness, uh, a brain fog? Uh, what yes, were, what were yes feeling? and
0: yes. <coughs> However, I have such a strong constitution you fought that, it. and that really worked against me. Yeah. Um, because I just kept pushing through and kept pushing through. But I started noticing, like at church, I was unable to even keep standing through the first worship song. We have the typical, you know, concert worship style, three or four songs up front. And I would have to sit down, I would be just exhausted. And those types of things started happening. So once I was actually in the middle of a book contract um, with Baker Books, and I had, um, I was contracted to write Seeing the Voice of God. It was a book on dreams and visions. Mm. Biblical dreams and visions, and I was interviewing sleep study doctors. It was so sneaky. Uh, I call it Jehovah sneaky, uh, <laughs> for God to use work to make me study sleep because it was work that was keeping me from sleeping. Okay. And so, I, he this doctor is looking at me and saying, "So if you don't sleep, the first things to will go wonky in your body or your hormones, and then this, and then this." And I'm like checking the list, and still it's not fully registering. That's what's going on with me. Then I get the diagnosis. I go on total bed rest for three months, and it was during that time that I knew, because of everything that I was learning, I just bet this is going to become a shift in my writing. I had written probably 16 books before that, Mm -hmm. but I knew the Lord was calling me to shift into a body, mind, and spirit lane, and I felt like I owed it to my readers to go back and educate myself, go back to school Mm -hmm. and educate myself once I got mended up. And the Lord did in uh, six months. I had a total clean bill of health. I was back running strong. Hmm. I make myself get seven to eight hours sleep every night now. Um, and somehow, still just as productive. So, when I went back to school, I became a nutritional counselor, not to hang out a shingle and open a clinic, you know, yeah. but for my readers. Okay. Everything I do, yeah. I pour into my books. I have now since then. Gone back and pursued degrees. I have my bachelor's in original medicine, which is body, mind, and spirit medicine, oh. and my master's. And in a, another couple of years, I'll be a naturopathic doctor. Wow. So oh, Good for you. I'm slamming you just,
2: You said something that I think maybe somebody <laughs> listening might be really interested in hearing. You were only sleeping four hours. Yeah. And then I heard you say you made yourself sleep eight hours. How mm-hmm. does somebody make oh, yourself a good sleep eight hours?
0: Um, I really do and always have had the ability to lay down and just sleep, not only fall asleep, but stay asleep. I wouldn't sleep. I was in sleep rebellion. I had a massive sleep debt. And when you don't go to sleep, your body will go to sleep for you. So to answer your question, what I had to do is I had to, in in my pursuit of disciplining myself with sleep health, right. I discovered this whole world of people who they tell me they just can't get to sleep. Right. They lay there and they just can't. They cannot do it. If they do get to sleep, they can't stay asleep. And my heart was really compassionate toward them because I think sleep doctors could put all the other doctors out of business. If we get our sleep right, we will be healthy people. Oh, yeah. Those eight hours that God gave us at night and him even creating the moon and the stars, that's not an afterthought. He Mm -hmm. did That's a sacred time. He not only wants us to rest and he wants us to heal during that time, but he wants we're a captive audience. He wants to speak to us, you know, even in the night, I believe, like he did with many other biblical characters. So I, I, what I have done since that time is I've actually begun to create helps, uh, products, essential oils, things to help people get to sleep and stay to sleep. And I do have one called Quiet Brain that does just that. Mm-hmm. And I have people tell me that they, whether by applying it or diffusing it, that they go to bed and they wake up 10 hours later. It doesn't sedate the brain. It focuses. So I have also reports of people saying it helped them focus for work. So it must be a – it helps you focus on sleep or focus on work, whatever it is you need to do. Mm. Turn everything else off and do that.
2: Yeah. Is there a link between – I know we didn't invite you today to talk about sleep. but uh, (laughs) And I'm not sleepy. That's not why I'm uh, asking this (laughs) question. I'm wide awake. But uh, – Uh, I think it's an interesting topic. The um, Is there a link between, because you're a nutritionist, mm-hmm. uh, your, your nutrition, uh, poor nutrition, is it going to cause uh, poor sleep habits or not well, necessarily? you're asking
0: all the right questions. Oh, okay. oh yes. Oh, yes. Uh, what we eat and especially the time that we eat it can lead to poor health. Now, I got in here late last night and had to eat very, very late. Right. Um, I slept very, very well, but that's because that was a rarity. You know, if you are eating right before you go to bed, If you are eating wild and crazy things and your body is having to work all night long to digest it, it's not doing what God created it to do, which is to heal. There's a a chemical that's released in your body while you're asleep called HCG. It's a hormone. Um, In in children, it's released and they grow. Mm. At some point, you quit growing. So as adults, when it's released as we sleep, we heal. And if we're not sleeping, we're not healing. This is where all your reserves run out in your 30s and 40s and chronic illnesses start settling in. Mm -hmm. And listen, I am a miracle-believing... Hey, let's pray and I'll call down a miracle. But I want people to maintain their miracles and to be smart. But I'm telling you, on this one... He required me to cooperate with him. And he still requires me to cooperate with him. And I still, if I fall back into that and I could so easily, that's my drug of choice is just I could work all day. I think sleep's a colossal waste of time. (laughs) I think there are people dying and going to hell and I've got to get to them and I want the whole world to be saved by noon tomorrow. So (laughs) I those are the types of those are the downsides of that. 1 Corinthians 12, gift of faith. You just think you're invincible and you can do everything, like I said, by tomorrow. And and I've just had to learn that I'm one person. I have to make myself um, go to bed. I have a Mm -hmm. husband who is all about the journey. I'm all about the destination. I'm A to B. I like direct flights. I like, you know, all that. But it is about the journey and Mm -hmm. you have to take care of yourself on the journey.
2: Is he like you as far as the you know i don't want to sleep i want to just oh no d- no he's oh no he's, more pa- he, he's kind of the plotter kind of paced
0: absolutely okay. and yeah. he yeah. um yeah. he is usually the first one in bed and now we have a um I don't want to say it's a deal it's kind of unspoken but <clears throat> i migrate that way and i'm on the bed okay. and i'm usually on my laptop for about a whole other hour mm-hmm. um but i do i try to i have a kind of an inward rule my typical time to sleep is like midnight to 8, sometimes 1 to 9, but I have a rule that if I if I wake up before that 8-hour mark, I try to just lay there, just pray, not rush and start the day. But I mean, this was serious, I almost yeah, died. Yeah. So, I have to take it seriously, but yeah, it's the thing that I will easily fall back into if I'm not okay. careful.
2: Yeah. Going back to uh, your story then. So, you were it took, how long did it take you to kind of get out of that uh, <clears throat> place of the uh, Well, uh, uh, 3
0: months uh, in bed.
2: Three months in bed. Will make you, you know,
0: think differently. And Um, what
2: changes did you make then?
0: I took out wheat. I took out sugar. My nutritionist told me, you you know, you need to make certain changes so that your body can not have anything else to do but heal. All of my organs, things were starting to shut down. My reproductive system had already entirely shut down in my early 40s. And I, I I just thought, that's a fluke. Well, no. Then my liver tests were coming back. We had all these different tests. Um, and so I had to use food as medicine because when your liver's in bad shape, you can't just start popping pills for each organ. It won't process it. Mm-hmm. So she said, uh, wheat and sugar are very hard on the body to pre- to process. And so let's take those out for now and give your body nothing else to do but heal. Lots of naps during the day. It was the hardest thing.
2: Yeah, so. yeah, and that uh, obviously it's worked here. Healthy and your family's doing good. and I feel big, great. Major changes, things change. What do you? And would now you we're s- all <coughs> off of
0: wheat and sugar because okay. uh, yeah. I mean, literally when we started. If I can just say, I had this one shelf in the pantry, and there was a sign on it that said "Mom's Pantry," but whatever the cook does usually starts to trickle mm-hmm. down. And now we're all gluten free. We yeah. all do those things, sugar free, um, and we have made a lifestyle change. There's 19 other flours out there. There's rice. There's buckwheat, there's sorghum, there's almond flour. So mm-hmm. in the beginning, my husband would bring me flowers. He, he We'd experiment flowers, with different yeah. flowers, yeah. you know, yeah. and that type of thing. It's just a choice. It's a <laughs> I perspective.
2: Love it. uh, sounds like a good, good husband. Um, do, do one of the major things I wanted to ask you was, um, being that you've written the book, and, as, and I know it's helping lots of people, and you've been interviewed, and you speak on this, do you find that's fairly normal in the church for us to be sort of— eating poorly, out of shape, mm-hmm. not thinking about that. Was, was, is that a major problem or is it? And do you think there's any, second question tied to that, do you think there's any difference between, just say an average, take 100 people that go to church and 100 people that don't, would their nutrition be any different? Uh, I don't know if that—if you've ever even examined that. or. It
0: is a major problem. Okay. If I had to put a number on it, on the people that I have seen, mm-hmm. I would say it's in the high 90% okay. of people that un- they, not only are they unaware, I think it's that they have high faith, they just think God's got their back. And I began to bury some heroes of mine mm-hmm. a couple of decades ago, and I just started asking myself questions. Like, And I was a farmer's daughter, so I already thought that I ate healthy, I ate colorfully. For me, it was the sleep, I call it sleep hygiene, um, <clears throat> but... For others, it is what they're putting on their plate. They're killing themselves one forkful at a time. And let me tell you what else I've learned. People don't like it when you mess with their food. Mm-hmm. So I have had to learn to be hated by a few people. Yeah. The tide does turn. It's like you're touching on ad- idolatry, really, in some oh, senses, right? Yeah. I mean, you, you move people's food, yeah. and the flesh goes crazy. Yeah. So... So and then there's you got to dinner with people and they start apologizing for what they're ordering and I'm like, Hey, I there's no (laughs) condemnation. I am not judging you. I may be praying for you and I actually had a guy look at me one time and say, Are you saying like if I eat if I eat wheat, am I gonna go to hell? I said (laughs) I said no. He goes and he asked me, right, if I eat wheat am I not gonna go to heaven? I said, Oh, absolutely not. You'll probably get there sooner, Sooner but you're not gonna you're not gonna not get in. It's not about that. It's the quality of life that we have here, living a healthy life. We need this body to serve the Lord with. I want to live long and live strong.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've had people say, and you probably heard this as well, when you talked about nutrition, uh, when it comes to their spiritual life and, and the, the the calling on their life, you've know, they, heard it said, um, you know, hey, I don't care what I eat. You know, just, if, if I die, I'll be with Jesus sooner. Yeah, And it's yeah. just like, well, yeah, but Come on. yeah, you will be. But, you know, he's given you a calling on your life. And if you're not going to be healthy enough to carry it out, you're going to be sick and... Yeah. Uh, uh, just as, as slow of, of uh, body, slow of mind, that's just not going to work.
1: You no. are the
0: very first show I've ever been on <clears throat> that mm. quoted the First Thessalonians five twenty three passage for okay. me. Oh, okay. And the reason I mm. love that is because of what you just said. It actually says in there that you may be found blameless yeah. at the Lord's coming, body, soul, and spirit. Yeah. I mean, come on, like so. Yeah. So we can um, receive, accept. Take responsibility for, and have some blame in mm-hmm. this. If we are not doing these things, it's not bondage. It's actually easy things. You've just got to change your mindset, change your lifestyle, start mm-hmm. making better choices. But yes, I I believe that that body, mind, and spirit. If we are to be whole, that we are to pay attention to all three.
2: So we were talking about the. Um, Health or lack thereof of of some in Christian circles. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. D- the um, do do you have some inclinations as to why people remain in poor health, whether it be spirit mind or body, mm-hmm. when they know kind of you know they they've heard it they they know, you know yeah. like some of the stuff they're hearing today is going to be new. I, I like that, but some some of the no. stuff they're going to go like you know I've kind of heard before. Oh, here we go again. I need to be reminded of, uh, are there some things that keep people stuck?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's habit,
2: Habits, yeah.
0: a lack of discipline, mm. a lack of tapping into the spirit of self-control, which God has given us. It's one of the fruits of his spirit. Um, and by the way, if you don't have self-control, you don't need to go read a book on self-control, you need more of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. His main job is to make spirit us holy. Is, yeah. I love all the gifts of the spirit. I love all of that, Uh, the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit, but the nine fruits of the Holy Spirit, if we only have one or the other, we're like, interestingly enough, a dove, which is a symbol of the Holy Spirit, has nine grooves in each wing. Mm -hmm. And so if you only have the gifts of the Spirit— And you're not exercising the character of god or if you only have love peace joy and all the fruits of the spirit but you don't believe in miracles or healings or faith or prophecy you're a one-winged dove you're gonna be flying around in circles (laughs) so i think it's a lack of self-control but it's also a lack of believing in the miraculous it takes it took for me a miraculous changing of my mindset Uh, to change and make these lifestyle Mm -hmm. changes. And for me, like when people say to me, it's too hard, I had a woman telling me the other day, it's just too hard, I tried to give up sugar, it's too hard. And I thought, you know what, I didn't have that luxury, I had to make the changes or die. So when people say to me, life's hard, I'm like, compared to what, dying? Like, (laughs) come on, you can do this. So when I find that someone's not doing it, They either have not made the connection in their mind between what they're putting in their mouth. Psalm 103, Mm. he satisfies my mouth with good things so that my youth is renewed like the eagles. So I always feel like if they can get that revelation, have discipline, self-control, set those new habits, they Mm -hmm. will see change and they won't forget.
2: Yeah, yeah, I I could not agree with you more. I think you're spot on with all those I, I might add one, and you, you probably would as well as um, uh, sh- getting rid of shame in our life, because I think a lot of people have either overeat or have poor eating habits
1: because exactly of shame right.
2: there's, there's such shame. And even sometimes trying to a new diet or something, and then they Failure. fail, they feel yeah. like more like a shame. And then, mm-hmm. and then that, that shame, shame is a sense of somebody, uh, you know, I'm not good, or I'm not, yeah. I'm not loved, or I'm not worthy, mm-hmm. I'm not acceptable. And when somebody feels like that, they they're, they're going to have to go to yeah. their drug of choice, whether it be you know, some alcohol or narcotics or uh, some, uh, f- food. Yeah, food is one. And so mm-hmm. I think shame sometimes plays into the mm-hmm. in the battle for somebody who, in their mind, their mind saying, "I'm going mm-hmm. to change," yeah. but their emotions are so. Out of whack. There, 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 there's a lot of self-hatred and mm-hmm. condemnation. They listen to the voice of the enemy. You're no good. You'll never make it. And then that shame drives them actually to eat even, even more, even more, it's more a poorly. Cycle. Like I need, I need a whole pint of ice cream. You, yeah. know, <laughs> you know. And you know, how many times have we seen? Even in movies, you see this link. Uh, you know, somebody gets dumped by their. Spouse, or, yeah. or by their boyfriend, the girlfriend, girlfriend and yeah, they have this big party, you know, pint
0: with a spoon, right? Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, the comfort food, and so I think shame, uh, discipline, uh, you know, all, all these, there's, there's, you know, it's not one like the wings of the dove mm-hmm. you're talking about. Mm-hmm. It's not one ingredient that brings this wholeness of, uh, of, of, of health, uh, but mm-hmm. but uh, kind of balancing the three together. So so if somebody's listening to us now and they're and they're they're starting to say, okay, let, let me give it, let me give it another go. Uh, what kind of advice would you give to them about a, a chain, you know, a, a, a maybe uh, engaging their self-discipline, getting involved now in, in, in healthy choices? Uh, is there any kind of, do you start with motivation or do you start with?
0: Habakkuk 2 to write okay. the vision and make it plain. Write it out,
2: good. That's so really practical. That he who
0: reads it can run, yeah. So you, what would
2: you want somebody to write?
0: You Well, what I would say is get online, Google, mm-hmm. Dr. Google, your situation. And by that I mean, um, tried to lose weight, can't lose weight, obese, family, history of diabetes, whatever it is, just Google your way to some basic information and then get a great book of Uh somebody who believes body, mind and spirit uh, health and then try to get a plan, a game plan for your life, starting with some easy goals, baby step your way into them, Mm. um, breakfast, lunch and dinner, get a plan for movement, get a plan for just all of those things, get your plan Plan your work and then work your plan.
2: Yeah. Do you mind uh, just praying for the people that are listening to us today that uh, that they might that. be touched uh, in, in these, particularly these three realms that yes. we're talking about? Yeah.
0: Yes, let's do it. <clears throat> all right. Well, Heavenly Father, I just first of all thank you for uh, Gary and for this wonderful organization. Thank you for World Challenge. Thank you, God, for uh, bringing us together. Mm-hmm. I believe it's no mistake and that those in the sound of our voices today Um, can know that they have tuned in for a reason and that God has total temple health for them, body, mind, and spirit health for them. I believe the Lord is saying today is the day to make a vow and keep it, that the Lord is putting it on some of your hearts right now. You know, you've been listening and you are convicted, not condemned, but convicted Mm -hmm. uh, through the Holy Spirit that change needs to come. You're having your aha moment, And I just declare that you're going to listen to that. You're going to flow with that. You're going to get your game plan. You're going to get um, a good book or get online and study and show yourself approved uh, to just the story of you. Learn what you need. Uh, Consult a healthcare professional if you need to. But get a plan. Write it down. um, And ask the Lord for grace, for change in your life. Mm -hmm. If it's that you need to... Um, eat differently and better and make wiser choices and sleep better and exercise more do that if it is that your life is full of stress and your emotions are all locked up and you're full of unforgiveness or hatred or whatever Mm -hmm. get healthy there get rid of all of that you can do it now and release those people and those relationships to him and those emotions in Jesus's name Mm -hmm. it could be that spiritually you need to be better connected to god or friend it could be that you need to be better connected to the body of christ it's not just you and jesus Mm -hmm. um you know you've got to get connected to the body because otherwise you are off on an island and that disconnection can disfellowship you and all of that so get connected spiritually emotionally physically i pray for all three for you right now that you would be proven blameless at the lord's coming body, soul, and spirit, just like 1 Thessalonians 5.23 says. And as Gary said earlier, if you are someone who's tried before and you have felt shame or condemnation because you could not uh, finish what you started, let me tell you something. Your righteous man falls seven times and Mm -hmm. gets back up. Get back up. And I tell you this too, if you fall, fall forward. Okay? Just don't lose progress. Just get up again and keep going. You can do it the Holy Spirit is there to help you. I'm here to help you. Um, and I believe that God wants you to live your life and finish strong. Live long and live strong in Jesus' name. Jesus'
2: name. Amen. Thank you so much. Appreciate Thank you being here today. It was brilliant. I loved every minute of it. And I can't I do wait too. for people to, to hear this. Thanks Thank for being you, here today.
1: Although our health may seem unimportant compared to other parts of our lives, our bodies are one of the greatest gifts God has given us. He wants us to take care of our soul's home so that we may more effectively do the work we're called to here on earth. The Gary Wilkerson Podcast is brought to you by World Challenge, sound designed for this episode by Mike smith This episode was written by Rachel Schmitz. Our producer is Chris Wigington, with video production by Aaron Gale. Each week, this podcast reaches thousands of listeners. This critical work is made possible by the generous contributions of individuals like you who believe in World Challenge's mission. Thank you for listening and supporting. We hope you tune in next week to the Gary Wilkerson podcast for more encouragement in your Christian walk. Until then, do all you can to live a better life and make a better world through Jesus Christ.